All right, Anthony on our podcast back for another episode. Um, big story today, the Apollo CEO, Leon Black, this billionaire who stood by Jeffrey Epstein is being exposed as we speak. So we'll dive into the latest developments with that. Plus, we've got Ghislaine Maxwell, never before seen photographs at a fundraiser for you'll never guess what this is insane. And then uh, finally, we are going to uh, review the latest Adam Sandler Netflix film, or at least Janine is going to do that. So um, big episode here. Let's talk about Leon Black. This is actually happening right now as we speak because of a New York Times article. There's Leon Black right there. He is the uh, chairman and CEO of a lot of companies, but most notably Apollo Global Management. Um, he has been linked to Jeffrey Epstein in the past, but a report from the New York Times has uncovered a number of alleged payments from Leon Black to Jeffrey Epstein made through several companies to as late as 2018. And again, this is important Whoa. because in 07, he was arrested originally. So keep that in mind that most people of dignity cut ties with him in 07 and that was the end of it. But uh, this article here is pointing out that Leon Black may have funneled as much as $75 million to Jeffrey Epstein Whoa. up until 2018. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, a company that owned Leon Black's yacht wired $22.5 million to a company that managed Epstein's private jet in 2017 that move raised a question at deutsche banks uh uh anti-crime like deutsche bank has basically they have people that are looking at all these things to make sure that crime isn't happening and so this little thing raised a flag other transitions other transactions passed through black owned businesses according to the report including a company that black used to buy much of his billion dollar art collection the total amount of money that black may have funneled to epstein is around 75 million dollars which may have allowed Epstein to continue building wealth following his first criminal case. Black owns roughly 23% of Apollo Management Group, according to a Forbes profile. He also chairs the New York Museum of Modern Art and serves as a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. Oh, okay. So check all the boxes. Billionaire, uh, New York socialite, and in government as a member of the Council of Foreign Relations. So he's, he's involved in, you know, government foreign relations. Since the initial subpoena of Leon Black in August, Apollo's stock has steadily declined, falling from around $54 a share to $42 a share in late December. The stock started to rally over the past couple of weeks, but these revelations may rock the stock value again. I believe... Don't quote me on this, but at the time of this podcast, I think the stock itself is down 5% today alone. Wow. Which is a huge, a huge, huge. drop. Huge. Um, yes, according to a tweet from David Enrich, uh, Apollo is getting crushed. Its stock is down nearly 5%. That's about $500 million of market value completely wiped out. Okay. Big time. That's a lot. That is a lot of cash. This is the fall of Leon Black because of his involvement of Jeffrey Epstein and probably rightfully so. So here's what we have here. 
Uh, Apollo accordingly moved swiftly to distance both Black and itself from Epstein's dealing. Uh, spokesperson for Black said in a statement to Fox Business, Apollo never did any business with Mr. Epstein. We understand that the U.S. Virgin Islands Attorney General is seeking information from Mr. Black, several major banks, and others as third-party witnesses in a civil probe of entities set up by Mr. Epstein in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Mr. Black intends to cooperate fully with any such inquiry. U.S. Virgin Islands officials subpoenaed Black in August as part of an ongoing lawsuit uh, that the Virgin Islands Attorney General Denise and George filed against the Epstein estate. We've been saying this Denise George is going to be a huge part of this because she has nothing to lose and she's just running hard for answers. Uh, the spokesperson noted that it is important to say that Black is not being investigated for anything. He continues to be appalled by Epstein's conduct, which led to the 2019 criminal charges. He deeply regrets having any involvement with Epstein, he said in a statement. Um, here's the thing, though. There's a difference between what he said in the past and what actually happened. So in the past, he said there's been a virtual tsunami in the press on the subject, uh, and it seems like it's never going to stop. He said that, basically, he said that Apollo wasn't involved in any of this, that it was Epstein and his uh, private family, uh, what's the word that he used here? It, it, was, it was Black's family money, not the company. Okay. Like He set him up okay. for this. But... Uh, we now know this Epstein frequently hosted Mr. Black at his New York mansion, usually meeting him for breakfast or lunch, according to four people familiar with their relationship in 2012. While on a family vacation in the Caribbean, Leon Black traveled by yacht to attend a cookout at Mr. Epstein's private island residence in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Two of the people said. So while he was on a family vacation. OK, he took a yacht to the island to go to a cookout. Yeah, that is weird. In 2011, Mr. Epstein's financial advisory firm, Financial Trust, joined Mr. Black and members of his family in investing in a small emissions control company. According to an archived version of one of Mr. Epstein's websites, the men visited Mr. Black's alma mater, Harvard, together. Although the university stopped receiving gifts from Epstein after his 2008 plea, According to a report by the university, Mr. Black had given at least $5 million to professors and Mr. Epstein's staff members had played a role in facilitating the Black donations. So Harvard turns around and goes, we're not going to take money from you anymore. And Epstein turns around and gets this guy to give the money instead. Wow. Okay. And then Epstein goes ahead and donates money to the charities that Black wanted uh, him to give money to. Oh, yes. That's weird. That is super bizarre. So, like, if this guy is telling the truth about his company not being involved with Epstein, still, do you want a company run by somebody who is doing business with someone who was convicted of being an no. offender? No. <clears throat> Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um... So, Leon Black today sent a letter to his investors saying it is true that I paid Mr. Epstein millions of dollars annually for his work from 2012 to 2017. He also confirmed that he brought his family to that picnic on the island. Hmm. Okay. Now let's play a little devil's advocate here, Jay Sabs, because we have the time. Does that 
mean that this guy, Leon Black, is an absolute psychopath and he's crazy to bring his kid to a family picnic on a island like that? Or did, did, did they do legitimate things on that island to cover up all the other things that they were doing over there? Mm. Like, I don't think that they, I don't think that he brought his family on, you know, crazy day. You know what I mean? No, probably not. <clears throat> but still, there would have to be a lot of covering up to do that. I mean, that's a little, that's a little nuts. Yeah. Uh, he said in the letter today, as I previously stated, Mr. Epstein provided professional services to entities affiliated with my family regarding estate planning, tax and philanthropic endeavors. I have never tried to conceal these facts. It is true I paid Mr. Epstein millions of dollars annually for his work, which he provided from 2012 to 2017. It is also worth noting that of all of Mr. Epstein's advice was vetted by leading auditors, law firms, and other professional advisors. I mean, was he that good? Importantly, there has never been an allegation by anyone, including the New York Times, that I engaged in any wrongdoing or inappropriate conduct. I think this guy is trying to say that... Oh, here we go. Hold on. The New York Times story reports certain instances in which I spent time with Mr. Epstein. For example, I traveled with Mr. Epstein to Boston to meet several prominent Harvard professors as a part of my family's philanthropic efforts. Two of my children traveled with me and joined the meetings. On, separate occasion, on a separate occasion, my family and I made a short visit to Mr. Epstein's private island and had a picnic lunch with him while on a family holiday nearby. As the story notes, both instances were isolated and brief, and in each case, I was accompanied by members of my immediate family. From time to time, I also met with Mr. Epstein at his townhouse in New York City, because that is where he conducted business. Mr. Epstein did not have a separate professional office. Hmm, okay. So, I mean, Why wouldn't he have that? What? Why wouldn't he have a separate professional office? <laughs> That's a great question. Why wouldn't he have a separate professional office? I don't know. Why wouldn't he? Ha- You're right. He wouldn't. Hmm. Ha- That's really weird. That is really weird. This overall, he was just a weird guy. I, I don't like. I don't think he was like a conventional guy who just had this bizarre thing going no. behind closed doors. I think he was just an overall just strange dude. And that was confirmed when we saw the way he decorated his private airplane, like it was a 1975 living room in Brooklyn. Right. It was disgusting. Ew. But I think this guy is saying like, oh, hey, I didn't take part in any of that stuff. So like none on me. But yeah, but y- you gave this guy a ton of money for, for B- what? BS work that funded his awful habit. Mm hmm. I mean, this guy needs to go to jail. I'm sorry. Like, this guy is part of the problem. Yeah, he he definitely gave him money for something else. That's at least in my professional opinion. Thanks for giving us your professional opinion, Janine. I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, I mean, you're trying to act like what you, like, you knew. You saw the plea in 07. Right. He was convicted. He served prison time. And you're still going to do business with him? I don't think so. He should have been dropped like a, like I, and that's what, that's the thing with some of these crazy rich billionaire guys. Like they will go to all insane lengths just to come and, and make a profit. And it's like, you, I don't think you need to make money that much that you need to work with a convicted offender. No, not at all. 
and not like a, oh, I just exposed myself on the playground offended. No, somebody who ran a, a ring. You know what I mean? Like, huh. insane. Let's go. Absolutely insane. Um, I want to get to these never before seen photos of Ghislaine Maxwell. But first, I have to talk about the absolute best soap that I have ever used, J Sabs. This is Hero Soap Company, made by a veteran right here in the U.S. of A. If you buy America all the way, if you buy a bar of soap, they send a bar of soap over to the troops. And also some of the proceeds from each sale go to help build mortgage free homes for veterans returning from service. So that is truly, truly extraordinary. I think they do an unbelievable job. No parabens in their soap, nothing, none of the junk or chemicals that you see in any of the other major uh, national soap brands. This is pure. They put it in this first-class weatherproof packaging. Everything that this company does is completely first-class. And I absolutely love the way the soap feels. The peppermint and cool literally makes you tingle and cools Ooh, you down. Tingle. It's very nice. I'm not going to lie to you. It's very, very nice as you shower. Uh, and like I've been saying, it made my bathroom smell like an actual spa. It was really, it's, it's so worth it. And they have these convenient subscriptions where you can say, hey, send me two bars of soap a month. And every every month they'll send you two bars of soap, and you could change what? up. Yep, isn't that crazy? Isn't it? Nuts? That is crazy. You know, it's crazy. The, I don't want to say mom and pop store, but this is a small business started by a veteran. The fact that he's able to build in a subscription based product is kind That's of pretty amazing. Yeah, it really, really is. Like we didn't really have that years ago, and now that we have the ability to do that, it's really, it's just great. It's just very. It's I like it a lot. Um. And I'm, I'm big on, I'm very lazy. So I'm big on, let me just do this once and then stuff will just show up at my door. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there. So grab some Hero Soap Company for yourself. Link in the description of this episode. Or if you're watching on Facebook and YouTube, you can just open up the camera app and uh, point it towards the screen here. And the QR code will take you directly to Ooh. the page. Of course, we get credit for every bar of soap you buy. That's how you can support our podcast. But more than anything, it's uh, it's what do it does for our veterans that we love. 20% off on a subscription. If you use the promo code Anthony while you're there on the site, you can also click the link on the banner at anthonyonair.com. So grab a bar of Hero Soap for yourself. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. There's just no way you're not going to love it. This is like, do you remember when you grew up drinking Budweiser and then you had a craft beer and you were like, oh, my God, that's what. Like, like what? That's what this Get tastes like. Town. Yeah, but it's but it's like a legit thing, you know. Oh, this is what beer is supposed to taste like. Right. Okay. Right. It's like yes. we all love like a Hostess cupcake, but like when you go down to the corner cupcake shop and get a real cupcake, you can distinctly tell the difference. That's kind of Definitely. what happens with the soap and and national brands. So pick right. up a bar of soap from Hero Soap Company. You know what? Let me. I'm rebooting a thing over here. So let's talk about Adam Sandler, and then third topic we'll make the. Uh, the Ghislaine photos. Okay. So Sandler's got a new film on Netflix. He signed like a huge deal with Netflix. This is called Hubby. What is it? Hubby Halloween? I think it's Hubby Halloween. Hubby Halloween? Okay. I thought it was Hubby Halloween. And it's him and the woman from Modern Family who I love. Yes. The mom from Modern Family who was actually in Billy Madison with him. Yes. So this is a, a little bit of a long time ago. A long time ago. So this is a little bit of a reunion. Um, you have a review, Janine. Well, first, 
not only she and he were in it, but a lot of stars were in it. Really? Which made it even better. Yes. Yeah, he's got a huge... Um, Dan Patrick, who's a radio guy, sports radio guy, is always in his movies. Mm-hmm. Dave Matthews will show up on occasion, and I love Dave That's Matthews. True. So that I know like, you do. Yeah, <laughs> was were they were either of those two in it? Um, I don't think no. Dave Matthews was in it. The first guy, I don't know if he was in it, but of course Rob Schneider was in it. Oh yeah, Maya Rudolph. Okay. Um, what's his name? The one who had, oh, he's from SNL. I, I'm forgetting his name, but he was obviously good in that too. There's a there was a few stars. I, there's so many that you can't. I can't remember it. Okay, so what, give me the overall. Did you like it? Did you hate it? I would say, since it's a Halloween movie, it gets an, an extra few stars. Right. Um, and I generally like him, so I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Because, oops, the comment I got. <laughs> he has to make a movie every time with a dumb voice. Like he always has to, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Within seconds, when it started, I said to my husband, do we really have to watch him do this the whole entire time? <laughs> It's an hour and forty three minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I could look. I'm gonna see if I can handle myself through this. W- was it the like the the was it that that sound? <gasps> That's the one. Okay. Yes, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I get it for one or two movies, but pretty much every movie he's been in, he makes these dumb. <laughs> I just I just hate it. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's even a voice. Is it a persona? I don't. What would you say? I think it's part of his. It's part of his repertoire. He's always been doing that. Even when he was doing the old, you know, songs on SNL at Weekend Update, he would he would break into like that. Oh, no, 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 that little right. voice thing that he did, and yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get I what get you're it. saying. It's it's, him. it's, it's good. just like enough is enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And it would have been good. I would have been better without it. Honestly. Yeah. I don't know I why. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, Little Nicky, I, I don't think I've actually watched Little Nicky all the way through because of his voice in that movie. <laughs> really? I will say that. Yeah, I, I bowed out on Little Nicky. And you Nikki. like him. Huge fan. Yeah. Just that voice. So you agree with me then? It's just that voice. I also think there's this weird thing happening because the last movie I saw of his was the one where with him and Jennifer Aniston on Netflix. Yes. Okay. I would, I, Murder Mystery, I think it was called, or yes. something like that. It was okay, you know? I, I think that they found these ways to make these movies now for a certain amount of money. All his friends... Like, from his standpoint, I get it. They're giving me a boatload of money. I get to put all my friends in the movie. Nobody's watching my back and cares what I do, so I could do it. But at the same time, they've they've kind of become a little formulaic yep and it's true and they're they're becoming i would love to see him go back and and reach into something completely completely different yes like uh, i i just can't remember any serious movie of his 
I like the like one the, that he did with Chris Rock not that long ago. That was also a Netflix one where their kids were getting married. Oh, okay. I didn't watch the whole thing. But again, that was the that that was another formulaic thing of like two different families from two different backgrounds and dads don't get along and, and hilarity ensues when they have to be friends. Like it's like the same there's like five of those movies out right now that are just It's true. You know. It, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think you should watch the movie though. Was it good? Like good enough to like I I'm, liked it. Was it funny but, or was it like Yes, it was. It was and he does the voice the whole time yeah but see, here's the thing he doesn't need to do the voice right you know what i mean like he doesn't need to he's funny without it right so see, come on but this is the problem with sandler like you need somebody in there you need like a big movie exact to be like hey you know what don't do the voice Cut that for one movie. Yeah, but the problem with those people is then they have 17,000 other notes that wind up strangling a film, you know, and not making it funny to begin with, you know? Right. Yeah. Sandler, it was good. He's also in that, there's that time period where you're not struggling anymore, you're not hungry, you've kind of conquered it all, and there's nothing really left for you to do, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't this. really matter if he still doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. And Netflix is like, we don't care as long as we're putting him out. And people are want like you put that on and you hate it. Netflix could care less. They just don't right. care. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that good anymore, which I think is a problem. You yeah, know? it's true. I saw this thing that um, it was on. I'm, I'm actually be, I've become a big fan of Rob Schneider. Like his oh, last, I like him. His last couple of stand-up episodes were really, really funny. Really. Have funny. you watched his show on Netflix or no? I haven't watched his show yet. No. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Like that. It? Yeah. I and yeah. I had him on. I had him on my old show too, and I can't. Did you remember. really? Yeah, <gasps> I, I think we oh, spoke briefly. He was very cordial and good, but I hated the interview because I I didn't ask him all the questions that I wanted to ask him. But I saw this thing, this documentary, not a documentary, but it was just like a little documentary piece on um, what was the one where he was the dad, not stepdad. Hmm. Remember, Sam, it was the early one. Oh, where he adopts the kid. Yes. What was that? What is that called? Daddy, big daddy. yeah, I think it's called Big Daddy. It was a big, big daddy. So that's a he, good one. He wanted Schneider to play the John Stewart role, but the studio was like, "No, you got to put John Stewart in the movie because John Stewart was like super hot at the time. He was like killing it on the Ooh, Daily Show." What happened there? Yeah, oh. go ahead. So he was killing it on the Daily Show. So he was like, "Forget it." So Schneider was like, "Oh, this sucks." So Sandler goes, "Just come to the movie anyway. We're gonna find a, a role for you." He's like, no, nah, I don't. There's not a. They want the studio doesn't want. He's like, just come, just show up. So, Snyder shows up, and uh, Sandler goes, look, I got this role for the delivery boy. There's their delivery guy. There's nothing, but you. We'll write some stuff for you. Hang around. And he's like, I don't want to do this. He's like, just hang around. So they write this thing, and he winds up being in, in like all like the great scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where the social service, the social guy, social worker guy shows up unannounced at Sandler's house. And as he's leaving, Schneider goes, I know you. You order three pieces of cheesecake all the time. And I still <laughs> quote that line and <laughs> laugh at that line. 
Especially See? if there's, especially like somebody has cheesecake, I always go, give me three pieces of cheesecake. You know, I always like to say that, even in my own head, if I don't say it out loud. Um, but that was all improv. Schneider wrote it. Santa was like, just try this to try. And he wound up cutting him into the whole movie and getting this like nice juicy part when he had no part to begin with. Aww. That's a good guy. That's that Sandler's a good dude. You know, he is. He always helps his friends. He does. Yeah. So like, I like him from that standpoint, but at the same time, like when you're watching an episode, you're like, Oh my God, this, you know, our show, uh, movie or something. I mean, it stinks. It stinks. You know, right. I started watching, um, succession on HBO. Okay. First episode was so good. I was like, we are locked into this. I'm like, I'm hooked. Second episode. It it's about like this guy who he's like a media mogul. He runs a company and he's, old he's getting up there in age and he's going to turn it over to his family they're like billionaires and everything and like he's going to give it to his son and then he's like i don't know he kind of starts to pull back towards the end of the pilot and it was like real it's like it's uh macaulay culkin's younger brother kieran culkin is amazing in it he's like really he plays like the wacky erratic younger brother you know and um it was really good we watched the first episode we were like wow this is really good i watched the second episode and i was like falling asleep i was like this kind of oh i hate that but i'm sticking with it because everybody says it's a really really good show and they're two seasons in and the third season's going to come out pretty soon so maybe i'll have to watch that i'm yeah. still in the middle of dexter you still what we're we're in season five uh you know what i watched dexter back in the old days kids when they used to put out shows once a week on an actual cable network, I watched Dexter every week. And I, the first like season and a half, I loved it. And then I just kind of fell out of it. Yeah. It got a little tired. No, it's good. The premise of the, of that show is amazing though. Oh, it is. So like, good. Yeah. 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 I, I, I haven't finished watching Dexter, but I give that my gold seal of approval as well. Um, all right, so here, these are these unearthed photos of Ghislaine Maxwell. She shows up in 2013, and they just, the son just got these photos. Here's a shot of her right there. These are from 2013. I'll just hold it up for the camera so people that are watching can see. All right, this is 2013. She shows up at a fundraising event for a group that fights sex trafficking. Like you can't make, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, maybe she went there to try to recruit women. I don't know. I don't like, know. What but do it, you do? It's like, how do you show your, like, how do you show your face there? Like, I feel, don't you feel bad about stuff, Janine? Like, I feel bad for things that I say to people. Sometimes I maybe mistreat people. You know, it was funny. I was just re, was reconnecting with an old uh, coworker and I was thinking about like the one or two occasions where I was like a little nasty and could have been nicer and like you beat it. Yeah. Oh no. Come on. Like I could be, I could be a little nasty sometimes. Mm. And um, while at work. Yeah. Well, it was my first, it what was, what did you say to her? What did you say to her? Hold on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> no, it's not that I said anything nasty, but it was a difficult job. It was my first time really managing people. And the worst part about it was I couldn't, manage them the way I wanted to because my boss couldn't man yeah wanted to like direct how everything was going to go and it was like no just let me run with this and so she would second guess things 
And so then I would second guess things and then I would like send people to different spots and, or I would, I would take something and then it would be like, why are you taking all the things to do? And then I would give more to people and then they would be like, well, you're not getting, you know, and it, it was like, it was a little bit of a rough go. Overall, I probably could have handled the whole thing better and I feel a little bad about it, but it's nothing like if I would, if I would have said this to her and apologized to her, I would have probably looked like the biggest psychopath ever because it was nothing. Really? Yeah, because it was not like I it was not like I made her feel bad or mistreated her or anything. I could have probably just done a better job and been nicer at the end of the day. Okay. Well, you know, you know what? She probably noticed it. I, I don't know. But like, you know, like or there would be times where like I wouldn't explain why I would do things a certain way and I would just be short with them and be like, just like just this is how we're doing it. Like forget it. Because I'd be so frustrated with what I had to deal with above. Yes. You know, on the other side of it, it was just, it was a lot. It was really annoying. So, yeah, no, I know. Um, yeah, I don't like that. Not, <laughs> not like getting like, like from above, you don't really get what you're supposed to get. And then you have to give the information out to the team. I hate it. And then they come to you and ask you more questions that you're not sure of. Yeah. And then you have to go back to your boss and ask them their questions. And then they get mad at you for asking the question. Yeah. I hate all it. that. It's like, do a better job hiring people, give them the responsibility and let them run with it. And if they can't run with it, then you fire them and you find somebody else. See, I worked with someone who could not let anyone run with it, but then didn't give clear direction. Yeah. Imagine oh, that. That's always that is always the little <laughs> salt and pepper seasoning on top. Oh, and by the way, let me be a bad communicator with no direction, and you know. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Deal with a lot of that. That's very very commonplace in in workplace. No no, you go with it. Well, where do you want me to start? I don't know. Yeah yeah, and you just and you're like I I if I was allowed to do this myself. Yeah, I, I would go this way with it, but because then you have to deal with them, and and it just it becomes a nightmare. It becomes a nightmare. Oh, I know. That's why if you find a situation where somebody lets you just do your job and run with it, hold on to that. Mm-hmm. That is a good old situation. But anyway, I found myself like feeling bit thinking specifically now about the incidents. Not oh, incidents, really? But like the days where I was like a little nasty or a little short, you know, and do I know this person? No, no, you wouldn't. Okay. You wouldn't know this person. She's a great person too. She's super nice. At the end, it all wound up doing well because actually the boss who stunk got blown out and, uh, her and I wound up like co-running the department for a little while there. And And then we got along really well and, and I don't know. I think she understood some of the some of the messed up parts of everything, but whatever. But I but my point is when I bring this up because I was thinking about those stupid little moments and feeling bad about it. This this piece of work over here, after what she did to all these girls for all these years, has the gall to show her face at a fundraising event where you're going to be photographed. Right in front of all these people in 2013. This is six Come years after, after he's convicted for the first time, which is unbelievable. Um, the founder, the group's founder, 
which is stop the trafficking of people, which S-T-O-P, stop the trafficking of people. Okay. Um, Celia D. Laverne said to the son, she's got some nerve, uh, she told the paper, but I'm not surprised. I've come to realize that these people need to appear to be doing good and make people believe it. Uh, it wasn't clear what role Maxwell played at the event or how many of the organizers were seemingly unaware of her connections to Epstein, who had already served jail time at this time. Uh, but um, yeah, she showed up at this event and we'll put links to the photos below. We just got the photos for the first time ever. And uh, she was just, uh, you know, walking around eating cocktail weenies with everybody else. <laughs> Taking the champagne off of the trays of the waiters and, you know, it's, yeah, like. I see what you're saying. Like, like you might have been kind of, you know, mean to people, but now you feel so bad. So you can imagine what she's doing. Like what, no, what know. breaks in your head that you don't have that thing of like, oh, I shouldn't. Also, like, was there no fear that somebody no. in this community was going to be like, Hey, why are you, you here? Yeah, why aren't yeah. you right hand man to Jeffrey Epstein? Like, and I and here's the thing too, and and, and I want to like reiterate this too because people say this to to me all the time, to us all the time. Like, why don't you do this or why don't you talk about that or what? Like, hey, I, we're not investigating things. Like, things are being investigated and being brought to light. Like, somebody will be like, why didn't you talk about these photos before? Well, because they just came. We they just came to light. You know. All this stuff takes time. So I don't expect everybody to know like who she was and who he was. But if you run in this circle of trying to stop this, I mean, he it's like it's like collecting basketball cards and not knowing who Michael Jordan is or Scottie Pippen. It's like you, you kind of got to know yeah. who the players are in the game. You know what I mean? I agree. People Unless know who he and her were. They had to have known. And she just showed up and took pictures with people like just took just and took pictures with the organizers too like just hmm. took photos with people yeah no like the craziest thing ever by the way if you want to see all the photos uh we'll put that in the link in the description below so again her i feel like i'm a little bit of a broken record but her hubris in these instances is just beyond me like i said i i beat myself up a little bit just for being short with somebody that that i literally so I, when i was reconnected with this person i go should i say hey i'm sorry if i was ever and then i thought i would look like a an psychopath no you know what i don't think you would i really don't think you would you don't think so i don't think so because you know what i remember everyone who was nasty to me <laughs> <laughs> But, oh no, I really do. I like I this is quick, but I used to work on Wall Street with stockbrokers and this one guy he probably thought he was totally normal. Mm -hmm. But he had a bit of a steroid problem. And he would get in these rages. Really? And this is how I know he like didn't even know. So one day he came in the office and as I was on the phone and he's talking to me, and I'm like this. Hold on one minute. You're giving him the one second. Like, just give me a second. Yeah. And he kept going and going. And I'm like, someone's on the phone. So he screamed on top of his lungs. What, do you have your period or something? 
oh yeah and the girl who was <laughs> working with was like don't mind him like this is how he gets and i'm like oh no 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 he is not going to talk to me like that that is so wildly like, inappropriate yes hello but like i want to say maybe a week after that i bumped into him in best buy with gaetano and he acted like nothing happened maybe just because gaetano was there gaetano thought it was historical by the way i came home and i told him he was laughing and i was like he was just like oh hi jenny how are you what are you doing in best buy for and i was like oh hell no so he never like <laughs> he never came up to you afterwards and apologized for it no but i did tell someone like because he heard like something happened and i was like yeah that's not gonna fly yeah he better not ever say anything like that again and then i was contemplating putting visine like in his um protein shakes yeah i didn't though you <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't do that. Right. Did you really not do that? I really didn't do that. <laughs> what movie is that where they do that and they causes diarrhea or something? Oh, I don't know. Yes, it does. Is that where you got that from? Yes. <laughs> so stupid. Visine. I would have at least went no, with it, like an actual like diarrhea causing thing instead of Visine. <laughs> laxative or something yeah you can't trace visine um so <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show you like he just didn't even know like he didn't even remember doing this i guess it also just goes or, to show you how poor poorly tasting protein drinks are that you could put visine in them and nobody would exactly notice. yeah <laughs> but to scream at that um i mean at someone with that so you think he didn't even know? He 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 didn't even remember doing no. it. That's so no. crazy. Because even when I left that job, like nothing was ever mentioned after that. Like he never even acknowledged it. That's what I mean. Like maybe he just got into a steroid rage and just like didn't like, remember what happened. Yeah. But yeah, no. Crazy. Man, that is crazy. <laughs> that is completely nuts. I would never. I have some good work stories, don't I? You really do. And you, you haven't even heard half of them. <laughs> you cuz you worked at some crazy Wall Street is a is a crazy crazy. It is. I'm putting that on the list of places where my children are not going to be allowed to pursue a career. <laughs> There's not going to be a Wall Street in 20 years. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's barely one now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're uh, are they are they back? They're back to I know they're back on the floor, but are they back at full capacity? Are they still like limiting the amount of people that could go in there? And I think actually, they're still limiting it, right? Probably that would probably make sense to me. Actually, I don't know, but that's a weird <sighs> like. You look at Wolf of Wall Street, that movie, like that is so crazy. With some of the things that went on. That's true. My only experience with this, and I've told, I've said this before though, but I worked for a, a bunch of brokers at one point, very very early on in my career. They were super nice to me. And, but I worked for them. They both had families and we were in Long Island at the time, but the stories that they used to tell when they were starting in the city and at wall street were just flat out insane. Well, it just goes to show you like both the firms I worked at, 
are no longer in business and nobody's doing that anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you at like one of those chop shop kind of places? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Both, both of them. <laughs> so I was, I was working for the guys that I was working for and I love the movie Boiler Room. Did you ever see Boiler Room? Yes. Giovanna Ribisi. It's like a indie. Mm-hmm. It's like Vin Diesel. Like when he had like super young Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> like all these things. Very, it's kind of <laughs> random. But it's really good. And it's like shot in Queens and a lot of Biggie quotes and stuff like that. It's really, really well done. If you've never seen Biggie. it. Biggie. Watch it. Biggie. Oh, there you go. I didn't look at you. See <laughs> Biggie. <laughs> I didn't even look at your shirt. Uh, so yeah, it's got, it's got like really, it's really, really good. So I was talking to the guy I worked for and, um, and I, and he was like, oh, I know all about that place. And I was like, yep. oh, did you work for something like it? He goes, no, I worked for that exact place. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you're kidding. And he had the same thing. He was like, nobody would let him trade early on. And, but that place. So he was like, I'll just go there. Yeah. That's kind of like where I worked. And where Nick worked. Yeah. And where Gaetano worked. And those places get so big. Did you all work there? Nick, Gaetano, and Anthony worked at one. Right down the block from where I worked. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I'd say most of those people there, too. I don't think they work at any brokerage houses anymore. Yeah, well, that's the tough part. You get too high up in those chop shop places that just steal people's money. And then you can't. Mm-hmm. you can't get a job anywhere else. Nope. Yeah. Can't uh, do that stuff anymore. I don't know. It's funny though. Isn't it funny with these memories, like how things just flash into your head and you've not thought about them for years. And then all of a sudden they're like, just like, yep. it, it's like they just kind of have, I cannot believe that guy said that to you. I am. Fl- what year was this? That was in 2008. 12 years ago. Yep. See, he'd be fired probably today. Even at a chop yeah. shop, I feel like he would be fired. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Like at the time, I got really mad. But like now, I, I laugh at it. But he's nothing compared to someone I worked for. So it Somebody doesn't else. matter. Yeah. No, but I would get I would get mad at that because it, that first of all, that is just slamming you for being a woman, and one has nothing right. to do with the other. You're on, like you're just you're giving them the one sec. I'm on the phone. You know, there's nothing. Well, here's the other thing, too. Like both the firms I worked at, they were like the brokers were trained to yell at people. Like they would call them up and be like, hey, what do you do? What do you mean you're not going to buy any stocks from me? And like just berate these people. And these people would give them money. So I guess that that switch was kind of hard to turn off when you would come talk to the girls. In the office, you know what I mean. That's probably what it so was. Up here, and then you have to go down. And you weren't giving him what he wanted at that exact second, so he went into that. Yeah. Exactly. Plus the steroids. It was definitely all the steroids. There's no doubt. That's crazy. He walked like this. <laughs> That's got that had to be tough for your husband too. Your husband laughed at all. See, I would have been pissed. I would have probably. He's like, so what did you say? I was like, I was just like, oh, actually, I did say something to him. You did. I told him that I was going to punch him in his face. (laughs) I do remember saying that. (laughs) 
Because yeah. he said, what did you say? And I'm like, I told him I was going to punch him in his face. And he was like, okay, good for you. Because yeah, so- I, I think, I really think I would have. If he didn't get out of there, I would have punched him. I probably, yeah, no, I probably would have swung a DVD player at him if I was at Best Buy and saw him. <laughs> I, I would have at least chucked a DVD from the $3 bargain bin at him. That would have been, yeah. Yeah. God. It's, that's, it, that's like, uh, D had that one, my wife had that once where she was working early on in our relationship. She worked somewhere and some guy was like a real jerk to her. And I kind of had that like, you know, like you want to go you there. Did? No, like you you have that feeling of like, I'll just let me just talk to the guy, you know, and she's like, no, that's not appropriate. But you have this like mentality of like, that's how you used to settle things. Like if somebody was mean to your girlfriend in the schoolyard, you went and straightened yeah. it out, you know? Yeah. Suddenly yeah. you get to like, I remember her sitting me down and be like, this is a professional environment. This is how this works. Like you can't, you know, I get what you're trying to do, though. Like you just want to protect her. You want to be protected. So you yeah. want to go to the man and be like. Sorry, that's not how you're going to treat her. Yeah, because then we had the but, similar thing. Like then, like the Christmas party came around, and and I was like, like he better not come up to me because we can't. It wasn't like he did anything super crazy, but it's like I'm not going to smile at the guy, you know, to be like, hey, you know, whatever, you know. Ugh. But she left that place shortly thereafter too. So yeah, it's amazing how many crummy, like awful places there are to work. There really are, and like how they stay in business. Yeah. Yeah, for real. I wish we would do a better job with that, that making the work environment like more. You know what? It's especially heartbreaking when it is a, when it is like a fun business. Like when you're just like stamping sheet metal, like, okay, I get it. That's boring. You know, like when I was at the airport, like we were just moving boxes. That was like dull and everybody hated it. I get it. You know, but some of these places do some kind of fun things. And it's like not like you should be really like have this like awful environment. Right. And like, not for nothing. I make it fun to work if you work with me. Can you see that? <laughs> I will say you're definitely one of those people that you like to work with because you make the day pass because you're just like, what's the yes, next? Yes, I goof? do. Yeah. I like to pull pranks. Yes. Okay. I like to tell you funny stories. <laughs> okay. I like to make fun of you. Also but important. I'm not going to scream in your face. I do make the workday go faster. Come on. Yeah. Ask any of my coworkers. Ask Lee. Because we were coworkers. <laughs> I can't I just can't wait for more stories. Like I can't I, I'm I'm excited to see what we have in store for the future on future <laughs> episodes. And just as things come up, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah, exactly. Any other crazy stories before we go there, Jay Sabs? No, not from that place. Unless it comes up, I have to think. Well, that's the thing. Like, weird things, like, just jog your memory of, like, you know, I had forgotten. Here was the thing, too. Going back to the girl that I worked with, I forgot that we wound up taking over everything and splitting everything down the middle. So, like, I forgot there was, like, this whole, like, nice period where we just, like, got along swimmingly, you know, and, you know, did our thing that way. But, um it it was it was definitely like strange like i do wish that you i wish there was an easy way for you to just like apologize for your past stupid like things oh without looking crazy you know what i mean like without here's, being here's the thing though i don't think you'll look crazy cuz girls remember stuff you could be like hey listen 
don't think I'm overthinking this. But I know I could have been a real <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, but like I, like that whole team, I wish I could apologize to that whole team and be like, I'm sorry. I wish I would have been better at it. You know? Oh, see, now that's nice. Because okay. I, feel, I feel bad about it. I feel, you know, I do. I also do you feel think that guy wants to apologize to me? No. You think he thinks about it? Maybe he does. Maybe it drives him crazy to this day. I wish I could find her and apologize to her about her period. <laughs> Maybe he's off the roides and he's like, I wish I could find her and apologize to her. Now I'm going to go look him up on Facebook. <laughs> there should just be a way of like, you know, like there's there's like a weird like, OK, so I don't talk to a guy. Right. There, we talked about this last time. Oh, yeah. Guy and I were close friends through college. We have a falling out. Right. He's mad at me, whatever. I'm mad at him for being mad at me. All these years have passed. We've had kids. It's, it's amazing how much getting married and have kids. You look back at some of the old stuff and you're like, you're just too tired and you don't even care anymore. You know, it's true. Like I couldn't name half the stuff for you. I know that I don't want to be close friends anymore, but I wish there was a way I could just be like, hey, no biggie. Like whatever. Like water under the bridge. Like I'm not mad. Like let's just whatever. Like we don't have to be good friends, but. I don't have any more animosity towards you. You know what? You could say just that. I this think, is the problem with men. But this is the problem. I think the second you reach out and say those they, things, you're the psychopath that's holding on to this. No, I wouldn't think that. I really wouldn't. You don't think so? But then again, I hold a grudge. So if you have mm, with me years ago, don't you forget that I don't forget. Dude, okay. I, I never forget anything. Okay. Well, first, me guy, either, so. first guy I tried to get a radio job with totally blew me off, by the way, rightfully so. Should have. Like, who the hell was I coming out of? Con like, I thought I was like the most amazing thing ever, though. Um, I wound up getting hired at a place, met the guy just before he left. So we did have a talk there, and I didn't get my revenge moment there. Um, then we wound up doing what we were doing. Then we came in contact with each other. And I would consider him a, a, an acquaintance, good friend, like from a distance kind of a thing. Still haven't brought it up to him yet, but I still hold it in the back of my mind every time I see him that he was the guy that would not take the phone call from me when, I, when I called. Yeah. Not let any of that go. I, don't, I mean, I don't blame you. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Do you hold on uh -uh. to sick, crazy grudges from years ago? Let us know in the comments. Shoot us a tweet. <laughs> Please comment below. <laughs> comment below. I want to hear about the crazy. That maybe we'll use this as a little therapy session. What are the crazy grudges that you're holding on to? Because, but like I said, like transversely, like I don't, I hope that that old team of mine ain't holding on to those grudges. And then I'm the person that could be the big person and be like, hey. I, you know, I was, I wasn't great at what I did. I, and I apologize for that. If you felt well, like. Right. But this, how many years ago was this? 15 years ago, 14 years ago, yeah, 15. Right. I'm holding on to something <laughs> since fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. My mother and my brother will always make fun of me. It's this boy who relentlessly 
went and got the other boys from my class and would make fun of me every single day. Really? Well, that's it. And I mean, it was. In fifth grade, they made fun of you and you're still holding part? on to that? Oh, yeah, I'm still holding on. Well, it's not even the boys. It's that one boy. Who started it? The worst part about it is it's my mom's best friend's son. Really? Yep. And here's the thing. I don't know if he even remembers that. What do you think? I mean, because honestly, like, we never even saw each other growing up. And the worst part, too. This is this is what really kills me. This is the one thing. Go ahead. Let it out, Janine. We've, we've, we've reached the therapy portion of the show. We go to our sixth grade, like, field trip. Like, mm-hmm. the end of the year, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. We go to Howe Caverns. Big bus of us. On the way there... He made fun of my fake Fila sneakers in front of the whole bus. And I was so mad. Did you have fake Fila slippers? Yes, I did. <laughs> sneakers. Well, think about the Fila people and all the money you were taking out of their pop- right. pocket. Maybe they weren't, they weren't Fila. They were Tila. <laughs> But the thing is, like, honestly, like, we went to different high schools, so we didn't see each other then. And, like, even after that, we haven't seen each other in years. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, I had to see him at something. And believe it or not, he kissed me hello. But that was it. Didn't say anything else. Like, no. And if, if we did run into each other in the neighborhood, like we would completely ignore each other. Like we would never even say hello. Like if I saw him, I would look the other way and him the same. Yeah. But you bet. I still hold the grudge. <laughs> See, now I wonder if you're thinking, I wonder if he's going to apologize to me, this piece of garbage for what he did. And I wonder if he's thinking, I hope she's forgiven me for how stupid I was as a fifth grader. <laughs> No, because it was not just fifth grade. It was sixth grade, too. <laughs> well, my point being, I wonder if he's sitting there feeling. No, I know. Simil- like how like you're feeling. How I'm feeling. Like, I wish, you know. That's a good that's a good question. Because I really wonder. Because if he goes, look, Janine, obviously you've grown up, you got a beautiful family, a husband, all that stuff. You look great, this and that. When I when we were in fifth and sixth grade, I was kind of a jerk and blah blah blah, and I want to say I'm sorry for it. And you turn around and go, I don't even remember you back then. Like that's the <laughs> that's the burn. That's you why we can't say? apologize. I would say, you know what? I don't accept it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would accept it. I swear to God, this could be it. This should be a television show. It should be because I, you know what? Like you don't know if those people are holding on to it. Just like he doesn't. I don't think he. I don't think he cares enough. I don't think he remembers it. Yeah. Like to be like, you know what? I was such a. Mm, right. Sorry. I don't think he's thinking what you're thinking. 
nope. You don't think so? Nope. Absolutely I think not. that's just your impression of him. Uh, you know, I think that's just because you have that impression of him because he was mean to you. I mean, you can ask me if I saw him in the street, would I save his life? Wow. Oh. Wow. That bad, huh? That, <laughs> that bad, huh? Don't feel bad for having that list. We all have that list. I got that list. No, no, no. I got that list. Like if a bus is coming, you'd be like, hey, oh, I gotta help you. <laughs> never mind. Hey, there's no. a car. Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. Ah. I got to tell you about the car. No. All joking aside, all joking aside, you really don't know. But you're right. This should be like a TV show. This like, would be. Do you a, remember when you did this? This would be a hilarious show that like any comic could host of like you find Adam people. Sandler. Adam. Did you hurt her feelings? Sheesh. <laughs> Are you a little bully bully? Um, uh, yeah, like where they find the people and they were like, like, look, I did this awful thing to this person or this person did this awful thing to me. And they put them, put the two of them together and see, see if they like, can. Do resolve. you apologize to her? Do you apologize to him? Yeah. And do you accept? Do you accept it? That'd like, do you accept thing. this rose? Do you accept this apology? Yeah, I would I'm watch like, that. I'm going to I'm gonna be the host. <laughs> <laughs> no because you're gonna carry all your baggage in there and you'll be like that is not a good apology don't accept that apology you know do over <laughs> do over <laughs> all right i think there's something to this because i think a lot of people are holding on to past work grudges and past oh. you know school grudges and things like Fifth that grade grudges yeah yeah that's, that's pretty big that's pretty big. You know, it's funny, though. Like, I think about this from time to time. There was a girl who said something mean about me. <gasps> and I just remember I didn't get hurt by it, but I just like didn't care. And I kind of it was funny because she said it and I heard it like she was like not that far away. And I heard it and people were like, oh, he's right there. Like, you know, And I just <gasps> remember thinking like, I don't. Like I could care less what you do. Do you remember what it was? Do you want to share what it was? It's super embarrassing. I, I, I do remember. Just say it, Aunt. Just say it. I don't know if I should say this. We. I can't believe I'm going to say this. We were all. This was around the time where I don't even know what grade this was. But we were far too immature. But graffiti was a big deal in New York. And everybody would like come up with their own little like. Yes. Do you remember what it was called? Um, mm, what was it? Used to call it your tag name because you used to. Tag. I was going to say tag. I was going to say that. Yeah. So, being the good little Christian, you know, Catholic school kids that we were, we didn't actually write graffiti on any walls, but we would get you would get notebooks and you would. You would do your little, you know, and it was actually like an art form, too, now that I think about it, you know, uh, but whatever. I don't even remember what the tag name was, to be honest with you, but I just remember her saying like it was a stupid name. That's all. You know it. You remember the name. I have to really think about it. I don't really remember what the name was. So that's embarrassing. No, it wasn't embarrassing, but everybody acted like it was a big deal because she said it and I heard it and she didn't think that I was going to hear it. But I just remember oh. thinking like, I don't really care, care what you think and there is still a part of me that wants to just like re-emphasize that like like i'm not mad it's not a grudge i just want you to know that i didn't care then and still don't care now right like i just want to emphasize that 
Yeah. Please don't make fun of my fake Fila sneakers. <laughs> but it's weird what you remember because again, that stays with me. And the the part that it stays with you, right? The, the thing that irks me is that I didn't do a good enough job conveying how much I could care less what this person really thought about anything, you know? So I get it. But those Fila sneakers, that's a tough one. I by the way, I am not looking forward to that time where my I kids know. are old enough to understand what like brands are and things, and then you got to start competing with other kids and stuff. Yeah, that's not that's not fun. Ugh, I'm not looking forward to that at all. At uh, all. Frank finally watched the social dilemma, so we can now do our social dilemma dedicated podcast. Good. Yeah, we just have to figure out one. All right. All right there, J-Sabs. Let's leave it there. Uh, thanks to the Hero Soap Company for being amazing sponsors. Again, every bar of soap you buy, they send a bar of soap to a active troop member of the service. Money that comes in from sales uh, goes to helping build mortgage-free homes for veterans, which is absolutely tremendous. You can save 20% off on a subscription with the code Anthony. If you just want to buy a bar of soap and try it out, go ahead and do that. I'm confident enough that you'll love it. Uh, click the uh, link in the banner or uh, hit the uh, banner on anthonyonair.com on the homepage over there. Um, I think they're doing pretty well, Hero Soap Company. A lot of people are are buying their soaps. and uh, Yeah, I'm excited because they only came on board with us a couple of weeks ago, so I can't wait to hear some of the... Uh, people's feedback on on what they think of the soap because I actually love it. I think it's the best soap I've ever had. So uh, we'll leave it there. J Sabs, anything else? Don't be a bully. Don't be a bully. Don't say be kind because Ellen said that once and she really regretted it because she was mean. Yeah, because she's a bully. All right, we'll catch you on the next episode. Remember to tweet at us, get all our links and information over at anthonyonair.com. Appreciate all the comments, and we'll see you guys next time.